Good morning and welcome to the Michael Yu Podcast. Um, I got to the office rather early today and I thought I would do a solo pod. Um, I've been being inspired lately by a book, um, an autobiography by Walter Isaacson um, called, oh, well, it's a biography of Benjamin Franklin. So the reason why I picked up this book is um, it was, for some weird reason, I think I look, I like to look at what um, successful entrepreneurs uh, have as their suggested reading lists or, you know, people that I admire as their uh, suggested reading lists. And uh, Elon Musk actually suggested Walter Isaacson's version of uh, of Benjamin Franklin's biography. So I thought I would check it out and then I did. And it was, I read 99.9% of them just on the last 10 pages. So I feel like I'm now the expert of Benjamin Franklin. All I knew about him pretty much was that um, he was on the $100 American bill um, from like rap albums. Like when they talk about all about the Benjamins, they talk about Benjamin Franklin. And I knew that he was not a president of the United States or that he had no, um, really he played a part in, in their independence, obviously, but um, I didn't uh, know very much about him. So I, um, you know, I kind of really had no impression about Benjamin Franklin starting um, you know, to read the book, but uh, I really have been quite inspired by his story and, and everything that he did in his life um, in the 1700s. So, you know, I just thought I would share a little bit of stuff that I learned about the book uh, as reading the book. And it took me a long time to get through. Um, it's a pretty fat and heavy book. It's like, you know, 600 pages or something like that. So it did take me a lot longer than my normal, uh, you know, pace of reading, but uh, I think it was really, really worth it. And there was a bunch of really um, kind of distilled uh, lessons, but I'll just give you a quick summary of Benjamin Franklin and his life and kind of what I extrapolated from reading uh, uh, the, the book. So, um, so Benjamin Franklin originally was born in, um, in England or in, sorry, in London um, as a, uh, the, the religion that his family practiced was something called, I think, Puritanism, which is kind of a pure form of Christianity. And there was a lot of people that um, came over to the United States uh, from England because they had a lot of uh, persecution in terms of religious freedoms. So um, Benjamin Franklin, as a young boy, his family uh, moved to uh, Philadelphia, um, where he studied or where he basically was just a an average bloke. <laughs> Um, he's not coming, he doesn't come from wealth, he doesn't come from privilege, and it's a very different um, scenario, and he actually, his story actually inspires uh, basically the reason that the United States and a lot of forms of capitalism even exist, because back in the 1700s, everything was about heredity, so everything was about like who were you born to, um, you know, you, it was very much about like passing on generational wealth, that type of thing. But um, Benjamin Franklin came from nothing. He was a nothing and nobody, a kind of a naughty young kid um, who was very, very curious. He loved nature. He loved, um, uh, he, he got educated in, in Philadelphia. And basically um, uh, his kind of trade or his older brother's trade um, was as a printer. So Benjamin Franklin essentially started from nothing and he became a, print, a printer's apprentice. And he loved reading and he loved writing. So um, Benjamin Franklin starts as a printer, um, as a printing apprentice, and you know goes through a series of events where 
he starts writing. Um, he starts writing a lot, and it's a pretty it's a, it's a creative outlet for him. He writes um, uh, in like a sat like he has like a satirist uh, satirical um, way of, of writing, which was which was pretty cool to 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 read a, a lot of his excerpts from some of the things that he read. Uh, that he wrote. Um, he actually wrote um, with pseudonyms as well. So he wrote um, under a few different uh, kind of pen names that he would write different papers and he'd send the letters into different um, newspapers and get them published. And he was a very, very clever and funny writer and he's very charismatic and charming um, kind of uh, style. So uh, he had a lot of uh, very interesting uh, rules of life that I'll kind of talk about later. but. Um, yeah, so he basically started as a printer, um, and he kind of uh, he melded that into becoming um, a postmaster for the United States, um, and then he moved into um, being a diplomat. And he moved. You know, he did a lot of things, and he was a scientist. He was a writer. Um, he wrote his own autobiography, which I have not read, but um, you know, Isaacson's version is supposedly uh, the kind of the uh, the quintessential version of his of his biography. So um, yeah, so you know that's his story. He, he invented a lot of things. He invented things like the bifocal glasses. He invented uh, swimming flippers. Um, he invented a lot of different. He, I think he's the reason why we have daylight savings time. There's he's a very very interesting character, and uh, he approached life in a very very different way than what was kind of happening back in. The 1700s, and I think he shaped a lot uh, of our Westernized culture based on his uh, um, different life lessons and the things that he really believed in. And I, I just thought it was cool, you know, when I um, saw. I always like hearing stories about people that come from not much or come from nothing, and basically, you know, have a lot of positive impact on the world. And for him, it wasn't all about dollars and cents; it was really about um, contributing and. Um, and doing something that was different, that was going to help mankind, and I think um, it was—it's pretty, pretty important. Uh, he's a very, very important figure. Now I know why uh, Elon Musk suggests his biography because I feel like Elon Musk, who's kind of a somewhat of a like rock star idol. If I had a poster, and if I was a teenager and I had a poster in my bedroom, some people would have like Spice Girls or, or Backstreet Boys. I probably have a big head of Elon Musk. <laughs> so I, I just, I really think he's a, like a, a world changer. So um, Benjamin Franklin had a lot of life lessons that he brought to the table, um, that he learned uh, as, as, you know, in his life. And he lived a long life for, for, 17, for the 1700s. He lived to 80 years old. Most people were living 35, 40 years old. We lived to around 80. So he had a lot of uh, wisdom. And basically, through the biography, through hearing his story, Kind of extrapolated a few of those things, um, so there in his autobiography actually there's a it actually shows Benjamin Franklin's like daily routine and his schedule, which was kind of enlightening to see. So he believed in uh, rising early, so getting up at 5 a.m., um, which is you know really was really really impactful and important for him to be able to uh, you know do all the things that he did in his life. So he woke up at 5 a.m. He was an early riser. Um, I myself am a very early riser too. I've been, I, I'm not a big proponent and fan of sleep. I never, 
I know I'm strange potentially, but I only like sleeping. I like living. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he would wake up at 5 a.m. and uh, he would basically have a process where he'd set his intentions for the day. And that process would include him asking himself the question and doing some writing about, and the question he asked himself is, what good shall I do today? So what good shall I do today? was a question that uh, Benjamin Franklin asked himself every morning. And to conclude that every night, at the end of the night, he would ask himself, what good did I do today? So, um, and that was really great, because it set his intention on the things that were going to be important for him throughout that day. And then he would note-take the things that he would want to do um, through the day. And it was actually, like, you'd think that a man so accomplished would have his schedule, like, packed to the gills with a million and one things. But it was fairly simple. Um, you know, he set his intentions. He wrote a list of the things that he wanted to do for the day. He then, in that schedule, he had time, he had several meals in there. He has time for uh, work. Like, he does two solid blocks of work, um, once in the morning at 9 o'clock, and then again in the afternoon at about uh, 1 o'clock. Like, one to five type of thing and he took two hour lunches it was a really <laughs> interesting um uh, you know it was interesting to see his schedule so he is an early riser um and i believe in waking up early or whatever early is to you um i set my alarm for 4 45 every morning i like to get up and i normally wake up before then for some unknown reason um, and kind of puts around the house and things. I have my own uh, morning routine, and I'm kind of getting a little bit more shaped by Benjamin Franklin's routine. I, I include exercise in mine. Um, I get up and I, um, uh, you know, I read a little bit. I um, do a little bit of journaling, which is kind of we call it journaling, but it's basically like being like a little girl's diary. <laughs> I, there's a book called The Bullet Journal, so it's kind of bullet point diarizing of kind of the, what I plan on doing for the day and so on and so forth. So I have a special book in my bag that I use. Um, the book is an American Standard Notebook that uh, Pre got me for a birthday, I think, um, one year, and I've been using it. And uh, so essentially, he was a big believer in getting up early um, and, and kind of maximizing the day, but lots of time for socializing and relationships, which is really cool. Um, he believed in a, a something called powerful goodness, so um, to really, um, he wasn't an overly religious guy, but he really believed in, in the power of like making good choices and being a good human being, and what that meant to him was, uh, you know, obviously contributing to others and being curious and um, thinking about problems as, as uh, opportunities to, to help. And it was a pretty interesting thing um, to see all the things that he invented. So he was really big into um, science, which was really cool. So um, he was in, he invented, uh, there's like, there's a story about Benjamin Franklin flying a kite in, um, in a thunderstorm to try to understand more about electricity and how it kind of worked. And he was a very curious guy, and so he basically really dived into science, and um, he had so many different uh, theories on, um, uh, he, so he, like, he was one of the first people to believe that the common cold wasn't caught by being cold, as, but it was actually caught by 
like a, a germ that was airborne. And so he always slept with a, um, like with windows open to get fresh air. And he believed in fresh air and nature and walking and stuff like that. So he was a really interesting guy. Um, something that he's really known for um, is I'm kind of bouncing around. I didn't really formulate this thought of this pod very well and maybe took notes for about a minute but he um yeah he really believed in um, you know solving problems and um, you know taking a very practical approach to things so he was actually very well known for his frugality um, and i think frugality that word has changed quite a bit uh, from um, you know, from the 1700s to now, when you hear someone this frugal now, which I've been described as before, um, if I think thought of as some sort of a cheapskate that like does not spend on anything and he's basically like saving every scrap of everything, he's not spending a dime. But uh, frugality is actually um, the, the root of it. In, it's in the book, but the root of it is basically to be very resourceful and to use every part of the animal and to be very um, you know, sensible in making decisions and not overly boisterous or um, and, and really um, being a, like living in a humility like with a humility mindset, not to over um, promise or overshoot expectations or to uh, and deliver you know, messages very. Um, he was self. He was self-deprecating, but at the same time, you know, he was. He's very, very wise. Very, like, very um, a lot of wisdom in in, in his writing. Um, and he used um, pseudonyms. So he used um, other writer, uh, like other. He would kind of um, use. I think he used. Uh, a few different author names like he just invented these people and characters and when he wanted to be boisterous or wanted to deliver those messages he would do them under pseudonyms so i think it was pretty uh you know it's pretty impactful um to you know to live a life of you know he really proposed living a life of moderation and um yeah just a lot of a lot of moderation um you know where you know being in the middle which was uh, which really impacted uh, the I think the culture of, um, you know, the American psyche and also the Western civilization, the psyche of the Western civilization, because, you know, as I kind of said early on in the pod, um, you know, very much so in the, you know, back in those days, it was not about the merits and the talent of an individual, but it was about how, when and where he was born and who he was born to that determined your kind of outcome and fate. And obviously, since uh, Benjamin Franklin didn't have those advantages, um, he essentially um, proliferated ideas of moderation, frugality, merit, skills. Um, he taught um, his family to have skills and not just kind of coast off of his, um, you know, well, you know, his his great reputation. So even Benjamin Franklin, he couldn't even marry um, kind of upper crusted people because you know it was so people had to marry kind of the same level of uh, human being or, you know, class, you know, and it was really like doing a deal when you're marrying someone. And it was a very different time. And so he was really a pioneer, uh, figuratively and literally, um, in, in kind of marking that, okay, it should be 
reward and and um, a great life should be based on a merit and a, and, a, and a skills and and having positive impact and providing goodness in the world and that should really be the measure of an individual and so a lot of the if you read the um, Declaration of Independence or a lot of other um, documents that uh, that Benjamin Franklin helped to to put together, you you really notice a lot of those trends that it's you know all men are created equal that type of thing, which is which is really in, which is uh, I know to us now is um, not a mind blowing philosophy, but it it is a it is a philosophy that was not the predominant philosophy of the day when he was around, and I think it is somewhat now uh, the the philosophy people have. Um, and I think uh, in great part it was due to um, you know, Benjamin Franklin's fortitude and his ability to communicate so effectively and eloquently. And I was thinking about that communication because Benjamin Franklin was a printer in the days of where printing houses have just kind of started getting going, and newspapers and media and outlets. And he really uh, utilized media uh, to his great effect and his great advantage, um, you know, being a really prolific writer. Was something that you know many people would uh, kind of clamor to to, to read his uh, his articles, his editorials, his opinions on certain things of the day, and I, I feel like that that art is being lost in kind of the Twitterverse <laughs> culture that we have now. Uh, the art of uh, of writing, you know, writing in long form, uh, writing in uh, you know, just in, in any way, I, it was kind of, I don't want to embarrass this young man, but um, there's a bake shop that I go to that's close to my house, and there's this gentle giant <laughs> um, who is the proprietor of this bake shop. He makes the best sourdough bread, I think, in the entire planet, but... For sure, close to my house in, in, in Carousel, he makes the best bread in town, and he's kind of a, he's there. He's a, he's a very very to himself guy, and basically in the front of his shop, he kind of if, if he doesn't have customers, he just sits on a bench with his big table. And last time I was in with Pri to get bread, um, he you know he had some duotang paper out. And he's kind of a nerdy guy. He's pretty. He's pretty introverted. He's very, very shy. It's hard to kind of break him out of his shell. But I saw him writing. Like I saw poetry that he was writing. It said like, "Why bread? Why?" And it was pretty like, I, you know, I just kind of snuck in and peeked in, and it was very, very. I don't know. I just kind of felt a little bit more. Uh, but in like with uh, with this guy because he's just it's just heartwarming to see um, somebody that is creative obviously with his hands and uh, making this beautiful bread and then kind of working uh, at that but also writing uh, you know poetry in his little shop um, that he's the sole proprietor of um, and I think it was you know and I thought about that as well as you know being a such a not only a release for yourself but also uh, something that you contribute to the world like an art that you contribute to the world and uh, yeah so it's kind of inspired me to do a little bit more writing um, I was am in the process of writing a book but 
you know, it's just there's so many stumbling blocks along the way, and you get frustrated, and and it's uh, challenging to to um, kind of get your thoughts out. And and if you're any sort of a perfectionist, it's really or perfectionism. Um, it really has a you know, it's it's really tough to kind of. Um, be happy with the things that you you write. So, but you know, I I think it's inspired me to actually write a little bit more. I think like I, I put I, was, I have a blog as well, and I I really enjoy reading, writing the blog. It's weird. Like I have my blogs on my real estate website. It's like it doesn't it doesn't match <laughs> real estate. So maybe I'll have to separate. I don't know. I don't really think too much before I kind of put things out. So yeah. So really, you know this. This form of writing in this form of an outlet, a creative outlet, was something that um, Benjamin Franklin was really um, uh, did forever. He he has these long form letters that he wrote to friends, family, um, and, and so on and so forth. And, and he so was somewhat of a like a cult celebrity, um, or maybe one of the most famous people in in the world at the time because of his uh, philosophies on life and his philosophies uh, on science and uh, his curiosities and uh, coming from nothing and he was he represented himself as a very frugal person so he did not wear uh, fancy clothes um, he would go to big balls and events when he was traveling in Europe and if he would um, he was gifted a kind of a fur cap um, as a you know as a teenager and he basically wore that cap his whole life you know whenever he was out in the cold he would wear this fur cap was, um, that a few artist renditions of this thing it's, it's literally hideous and he would just wear it it's kind of funny I'm not saying that I'm Benjamin I'm not Benjamin Franklin but I wear this like on the weekends like whenever I, I wear the same um, black puffy vest thing that it was actually my dad's um, and I I wear it like every weekend. I think you can't not see me wearing that if you see me on the weekends. Uh, I wear it to the gym every morning as well. This is weird. I just I have like an affinity towards it. And you know, there's this new kind of phenomenon of uh, it's Marie Kondo, it's the magic of tidying up. It was a book, but it's now on Netflix, and it's just about kind of decluttering and. You, if anyone ever comes to my house, it looks like no one lives there. It looks like an abandoned home. Like I could be, it, it, you know, judging by physical appearance, I would have the BC um, vacant home tax <laughs> people just on me because I, I literally have nothing in my home. It's 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 very minimal, um, if anything, and I am always looking for ways to like make it less that I have less stuff. Like I just gave away. A bunch of uh, dinner plates. Um, I have now six. No, wait, no, I have eight dinner plates. Exactly eight dinner plates. I used to have like sixteen dinner plates um, because. But I'm like, when am I ever gonna have sixteen people? My table only fits eight, um, and I so I only need eight. <laughs> and so, yeah. So I'm pretty um, strange that way. Uh, yeah. So I just thought about um, you know his. Uh, you know his his way of, of living is you know obviously uh, in, in that moderate way and I feel like it had a lot of that contributed a lot to his long life and his longevity you know people that you know you hear about people burning the candle with both ends extremists and stuff like that I think my dad was a bit of an extremist and you know they you know they typically have shorter lives for those of you who don't know my, my dad died 
49, which is not that far from where I'm at. I'm at 37. I'm turning 37 this year. I'm 36, but turning 37. So, you know, um, so maybe that life of moderation was would, would be good. Uh, he also spent a lot of time in relationships and in community, which... is something that you know for for a business person or for an agent i don't think we realize how isolating this uh this career is or this uh, you know this choice is it can be very lonely it can be very isolating um to to have your own business and to be your own boss and you're going to be alone a lot but you know, really valuing the relationships that you have with people and also the community in which you surround yourself with. Benjamin Franklin basically like, kind of made his faux family. He didn't, he had one son uh, illegitimately actually. He had one illegitimate son and that's all he, the only child he had. And basically, you know, he kind of created his own family with, uh, you know, his friendships. Um, he was a bit of a, I don't know if he was a physical philanderer, but he basically, he was very flirtatious with, uh, and he was a very charismatic guy, so he was very flirtatious with, um, you know, other uh, women and, you know, and also with men. He had a lot of great friendships. Uh, um, he had a, uh, something called the American, I think it's called the American Philosophical Club, or sorry, the American Philosophical Society, or the Philadelphia um philosophical society and basically it was just a group of guys and they would just ask questions about what's the meaning of life they would ask questions of uh, what's the importance of the seasons to um, to business or anything like they would just ask these questions and they would basically just debate um, and, and, and uh, talk about each one of them and, and the ideas that they shared and they would meet on a weekly or bi-weekly basis and just have communication about any random question that one of these members would have in place. He was also a part of the Freemasons, which is kind of interesting to me. I'm kind of uh, uh, interested in <laughs> everything Freemason uh, and that kind of thing. It's from uh, obviously reading uh, The Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown. but. Yeah, so, you know, I just, you know, I, I didn't really have a purpose or intention for this pod other than to share my new fanboy. I can't believe I'm a fanboy of somebody that's, like, from the 1700s. But I think it was a really cool read. I'd encourage you guys to, to read more and to write more and to build community and to live a frugal and a moderate life. <laughs> if I was to offer some advice, if I, you know, if I could to some people. And I think... You know, there's there's a lot of good in this world, and I think if we, you know, really embrace uh, the lessons that we get to learn from all these wonderful books and all these, uh, you know, the community that's around us, I think we can offer a lot and we can contribute a lot to not only the people around us but um, just to um, our environment in general. Uh, so, on that note, I want to. You know, say I, I should go back to work, <laughs> but you know I'm here early, so I figured that uh, I'd have a chance to talk to you guys. Um, so for those of you that have not yet, I would really, 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 really love you to uh, like, subscribe, and write a review for for the pod, um, and uh, have a great rest of the day, guys.